Welcome to the Lindsay and Tony podcast, where we talk about spirituality, business, and life experiences. In this podcast, we're bringing our private conversations to you. We believe that it's through discussion, action, and reflection that true change occurs. Hello, and welcome to episode three. Today, we are talking all about money. But before I even tell you what you're going to learn in this episode, I want to remind you that my Unlock Your Psychic Medium online business course is officially open. So go to lindsaymarino.com. And this course is all about really having that time freedom and being of service to others while you get really organized with your money, your abundance flow, and really helping heal the world while you get compensated for the energy that you're putting out. I'd love to have you there. So again, go to lindsaymarino.com and check out my business course. So now let's get into the episode and what you're going to learn today. So Tony and I talked all about the common belief systems about money. We talked about why you should feel worthy of receiving money. I even gave you some advice to you new entrepreneurs about your money. And we touched on the signs of abundance that's really right in front of your face every single day. We also talked about the two types of money and you'll wanna know what they are. And we covered why money will never solve your problems. It will only magnify who you are. Also being in service to others will attract more abundance. And lastly, we talked about action steps to create an abundant mindset. We hope you enjoy the show. Okay, welcome back guys. We are talking about a topic that is so huge that everyone wants to talk about, argue about, or... Get divorced over. Yeah, there's so (laughs) many different things. And the topic is money. And I don't even know where to start because there's so much to talk about when it comes to money. Well, first, I think we should start by defining exactly what money is because a lot of us grew up in families with parents and aunts and uncles and everybody who surrounded us uh, saying negative things about money. Like money is the root of all evil or the, the rich people across the street or the rich people in the neighborhood next to our neighborhood, they're, a lot of them are frauds and, and they'll, they'll bring up one person that they know who's a fraud. And growing up, you'll hear this over and over and over. So these kids will hear this over and over and over. And then what happens when they're adults, they unconsciously think that money is a bad thing. Yeah. So that actually stops them from ever creating a lot of money because if they were to create a lot of money, it would mean they're a bad person as well. So first, I think since a lot of us have had that programming growing up, I think we should define what money actually is. So what is it? What is it made of? Yeah. It's a piece of paper, right? Yeah. And I feel like that's the big thing. Like now it's a piece of paper, but back in the old days, it could have been swapping, you know, cattle for wheat or something like that. Like it, it's changed over time. Right. And I think the big thing to realize is it really is an energy exchange. And you and I drinking this coffee, you know, I could come to you and say, okay, do you have any coffee? I'll give you some tea. 
<laughs> and swap it out. Yeah. And that's something that we can do. Um, but it, it is weird because I started to think about it. I thought back to my childhood as a, as a child. I always thought that money created arguments. And that's just something that whether it was my perception of what I saw or whatever it was, I felt like it created a lot of arguments. Because that happens a lot. Yeah. You see a lot with your friends and with your family. And yeah. With really everybody, most of the people in this world. It I know. It a lot of arguments. And like reflecting on it, I started to think of when I was little, I used to save my money and stack it up. I used to have a little piggy bank and I had little IOUs in there and people would borrow money from me and I'd be fine with that because I was in control over that and I would be all right with people borrowing from me, but I wanted to make my own money. And I remember as a little girl, I used to, well, of course, I, I sold lemonade um, like everyone else did, hot chocolate, but I also painted little rocks with nail polish and sat outside and sold them. And I it empowered me to create my own sense of, of money and having that. And it's funny because thinking back, I don't even remember spending my money on anything. It was just a thing that was fun to me. And it was something that was natural for me personally. I really felt as though when I heard arguments about money as a child, I felt stressed out thinking that there was arguments over it. I thought that it was kind of, it was crazy. But now as I get older, um, I start to think about the belief system that we all have been programmed with, whether it was, oh, rich people are snobby, or if you have a lot of money, you shouldn't flaunt it, or, you know, all these different things. And I feel like as a spiritual entrepreneur, seeing people feel uncomfortable, either charge for their services, or seeing them feel belittled when they do make money off of being of service of people, that's something that I want to talk about and, and teach about, and we don't have to feel bad about it. Right, because it's, it's totally okay to receive money because, like you said, back maybe several hundred years ago, I'm not exactly sure mm -hmm. when, but when we used to trade like an orange, like, hey, I got two bananas and I'll trade you that for an orange. Yeah. That was money then. So now money is, like I said earlier, a piece of paper. So now this is just an energy exchange saying, hey, okay, Lindsay, you provided value to me. You gave me yeah. a reading or I bought a deck of your cards, or I went to your retreat, or whatever it is, you gave me value, you gave me service, so I'm going to give you some paper in exchange of that. And that's yeah. all it is. It's not anything negative, it's not anything positive, it's actually whatever's going on which makes it negative or positive. Right. So a service with you, Lindsay, would be something positive, obviously, because that's the kind of business that you do. Um, going back to whether it's negative or positive with the money, it's just a piece of paper, right? So yeah. it's the humans that make it so. But you know what? I do want to bring up something because this wasn't, this wasn't always this way for me. I remember when I was teaching third grade, um, and I've <clears> spoke <throat> about this before, I didn't really pay attention to my bank account because I really loved doing it. Like I love teaching. I was just like, this is, this is great. Um, but the last two years, I felt like a shift in energy where I'm like, oh, I got to go full time with mediumship. But my thing was, is the person that I had worked with as a medium, I remember him, he kept on saying, whatever you do, don't charge. And in my mind, I felt so much guilt for using this ability and, and um, getting payments. And, and it was weird. And I was like, well, I have to do something. First of all, I can't help as many people. 
if I leave teaching, I would never be able to survive off of not getting paid. Um, but it was this one person that helped me see this. And we had a conversation and her name's Patty. And I met her through Sedona Talk Radio right before I did the radio show. And we had a conversation and she said, you're denying yourself that, um, that payment for your service. And we started getting a conversation about how musicians, they have concerts. They absolutely love using their ability, you know, this gift that they have to, to heal people and play music. They love it, but they still get paid for it. They get paid for their time and energy. And it was a huge like aha moment for me. And I'm like, what the heck am I doing? Like, I, I know about the law of attraction. I know about energy, but my belief because of the patterns in my life and me, I'm going to own it, not just because someone told me to do it. I actually believed that maybe I wasn't worthy of receiving payment for doing a service. And now thinking back on it, that's why I created the psychic medium business course, because I feel like it's so powerful to teach people that we actually have that energy exchange when we give service. And when we're in service and really focus on service, that's when the energy exchange of, you know, paper, paper money comes to us or it comes in different forms. We may get referrals from people. We may get um, some sort of energy shift will happen once we do service. Right. And that's what it that's what it all comes down to is what service are you providing? Yeah, I think that's how to make this stuff right here, how to make money right here is obviously to, to provide service yeah. and one of my mentors actually he's my mentor through videos yeah you've you've heard him a lot uh jim Rohn. yes he said you get paid for bringing value to the marketplace so you get paid for bringing service to the marketplace so the better service you bring obviously the more money you can make so going back to what you were talking about with that is how do you make more money well you provide better service. You provide, mm-hmm. you get better um, with the skills that you're doing. So if you're a personal trainer, um, you constantly study personal training and nutrition books and workout books and different stuff like that. If you're a medium, you're constantly um, keeping up with medium information and going to workshops like you do and yeah. um, really developing your skills. And then at the same time, I think even bigger is understanding what your beliefs are about money yes because you could do all the skills and um say you are a personal trainer and you could you could know exactly what to do to help somebody get in uh, shape and lose weight but if you don't have the belief about money in a positive way about looking at money in a positive light then you're actually going to stop yourself from excelling in your business so or excelling in anything so i think the number one thing is to really build your belief and understand what your beliefs are unconsciously and consciously about money yeah. and the topic of money. And if you find yourself judging other people, that's a perfect way to reflect on it and figure out what your beliefs are, is think about the people that you're judging when it comes to money, you know? And if they're making too much money, does that make you feel uncomfortable? You know, how, how does that make you feel? And I think that um, when we get clear on that, that's when things open up, really. But a big thing that I want to bring up too is some people say, well, oh my gosh, what if I don't get a client or what if um, I don't have money flow? What, what if that doesn't happen? And there's this fear that comes up. There's this belief that what if it's not there. And as an entrepreneur, 
I think it's really important to build up that belief because if you don't have it, then you could easily go down if you don't have the belief. And I recommend even having like a chunk of money in a savings account, just sit there. Like when I stopped teaching, I had a chunk of money sitting in a savings account. I didn't touch it, but just knowing it was there energetically, it felt so good. So it wasn't like I was trying to get paid. I, of course, I was getting paid for my services, but I wasn't searching for the sale. You know what I mean? It wasn't like that. It was like I was doing what I loved, what I love, and I had this sitting in the account. Um, but the big thing that I do is I use intuitive nudges, and I know you always know that I do this, Tony, when we're in the car, um, and a lot of my students know. But if I see the Dunbar truck, like in the U.S., if you're listening in the U.S., um, I know there's Dunbar trucks here. I'm not sure what it is in the U.K. and Canada and Australia. But the Dunbar trucks are filled with money and they you know, replenish the money in the banks and different things like that. So if I'm nudged to see a Dunbar truck, it's a reminder for me to know that I am on the frequency of abundance. I am right there. If I go outside and I see oranges on the trees, we're in Florida, so we're going to see that. I know I'm being nudged to look and see the abundance that's all around us. Same with flowers. That's another form of abundance, this beauty, this love that's filled within me. I can feel it. And you know, we walk around in a daze sometimes, but when we're nudged to look at these things and we have these symbols set up for ourselves, it's reminding us that all we need to do is tap into it. We're all you know, we're experiencing abundance every day, but what are we willing to see through our lens? What is our perception? And I think building up those points of awareness is going to drill it in your mind that it really is all around you. And one last thing, I know you want to speak probably. No, okay, you know when we go to someone's house, we show up at someone's house and they're like, do you want a water? Would you like anything to drink? We show up, they hand us the bottle of water. We don't pay them for it. They're giving it to us. And right there, I'm like, I'm so grateful of this form of abundance, this energy exchange. So being aware of the little things, if you're feeling at a low point, really paying attention to these things is so huge. And it really has changed my life. Right. I love that. And that's be that's gratitude right there. Yeah. And as a lot of the listeners know, gratitude is actually the healthiest emotion, the healthiest thoughts that you could focus on is uh, what are you grateful for now? And when it comes to abundance, because we're talking about money here, and um, why do we use money? Well, we use money to have experiences, to buy food, to do all of these things. So money's really a tool for abundance, right? Yeah. To attract abundance in one way. Um, another way I look at abundance is like what Lindsay's saying is, when you go to somebody's house and they give you a cup of water and then you're grateful for that cup of water, that's a sign of abundance too. And no matter where you go, if someone, if someone um, offers you to buy your coffee for you or whatever it is, that's abundance as well. And I'm not, I, I don't know exactly where I was getting at with this. Yeah, no, but, it's, um, it's just these little pieces. And right. you know what, this reminds me of this conversation and we've talked about it a thousand times. First of all, the law of compensation is so powerful, that energy exchange of service, and then you get automatically the universe is gonna give you something back. It's important not to do things for service to get something back, like do it if you want to, because then you become resentful. But remember when we, every year we do Camp Circle of Love. It's a camp with kids that are grieving, and we absolutely love it. It's once a year, it's a weekend 
um, of camp. We shut off from technology. And what do we feel whenever we come back from that camp? You feel good. You feel, I mean, you feel amazing. You feel fulfilled. And we always feel like energy is moved after we come back from that camp. It's like a flood of ideas or a flood of the right people line up right after we do that and we are in service. Don't you feel like that? Every single time. And we always reflect on it. And it, the reason why that is is because the way I look at it is there's two types of money. So there's the inner money and then there's the outer money. And when you do things that like volunteering at the camp, yeah. and it's not just volunteering at a camp. It's uh, we, me and Lindsay love to teach. We love to teach, right, Lindsay? Yeah. And we love being around kids and really anybody who um, we could teach. and Who will listen. Who will listen. <laughs> yeah, we just like to talk. So we like to talk about things like, that are meaningful, that are meaningful, that can help people. And so at this camp, we do that, and that fulfills us. In the same way as teaching in the school systems and doing um, everything like that, it fulfills us. So it gives us that inner money. So that's inner money. So we leave yeah. that camp with the inner money, and then what happens when you get in alignment with the inner money, the outer money starts to manifest. Exactly. So that's how everything works is, so I would say focus on what gives you the inner money. Yeah. And make sure that you're, you're choosing that as your career and, um, things that you volunteer with. And when you wake up, you're spending time doing things that you love and that fulfill you in that way. I want you to tell them about the story back when, you know, that money equals happiness, you know? First, I want to say that whatever you are in your character, if you're afraid to make money because you don't want to become a bad person or a snobby person, get that out of your head and really focus on whatever your character is without money, it will be magnified with money. So if you're given money, I, I hear so many people say, well, once I win the lottery, I'm going to do this, this, this. You don't need to wait for the lottery. You don't need to wait for that the tax money that comes in, because that's another thing. Oh, I'm going to go on vacation when I get tax money. Or once I get my retirement money and my social security, I'm going to go and do this, this, and that. Don't wait for that. Um, but anything that you're feeling right now with your money, uh, with your character, it will magnify out when you have money. So if you're, if you're not a, feeling great and um, right now without money and you somehow get handed money, and you don't know how to manage the money when you have a little bit of it, that's, it's just going to magnify. But I feel like it's important to talk about when you have money, your emotions are still going to be there from previous stuff. So if you weren't happy before and then you're handed over a check and you get inheritance or whatever it is, that's not going to change with the money. It's very temporary. The material things will last for like two seconds and then you'll start realizing your mindset isn't where it's supposed to be. But it reminds me of when you told me the story about when you were back in college and you got into the law of attraction and you started doing the lawn care business. Remember all that? And you got the how the apartment. Right, everything, everything Share that quick. story because I feel like, remember how you're like, I didn't know what to do with it. It was like. Yeah, well, you're talking about actually when I was, because I started a lawn care business twice, actually. Oh, okay, yeah. When I was 19, um, I did it for a year and a half and then I went away to school for two years and then came back and started again for a couple more years after that so the moment I was 19 what happened there was this was before I knew about the law of attraction oh okay that was before but it was still it still worked it doesn't matter if you know about the yeah. law of attraction you don't it's always working so I after I learned about the law of attraction of course I reflected on my life and figured out wow that's amazing 
So when I was 19, I actually was in business one-on-one class. Um, I was in my, I believe, first year of college, and all of a sudden I got this inspiration that I'm going to start a lawn care business. And I actually walked out, well, well, my teacher at the time was actually talking about business and starting a business, obviously, because it was business one-on-one. So I actually, as she was teaching, I walked out of the classroom to call my friend Shane, and I said, hey, we're starting a lawn care business together. Are you going to do it with me? And he's like, what? Mm-hmm. And then he said yes. He eventually, he said yes within a couple, maybe probably even one minute. I'm sure. You're really good at convincing once you believe in it, which I is believe good. In it. And that's the thing. I just, I knew in that moment. And uh, so we did that. And, and um, eventually it ended up being just me doing the business full time because my buddy Shane actually had a full-time job and a family and all that. So I ended up doing it. Within four months, I attracted probably, I would say back then, this was probably, let's see, back in 2007, it was like a $300,000 house in St. Louis. Yeah. And it was like a five-bedroom house, huge garage, um, attracted it for free to live in. So it was from a friend's dad who actually, he, he saw that I was doing lawn care and he's like, hey, uh, do you want to stay here? And that way you could put all your equipment inside the garage. I'm like, sure. So that happened. I ended up attracting a real estate agent that, or a real estate person that owned like over a hundred properties. And he ended up letting me cut some of his uh, properties and all this stuff happened so quick. And at the, at the time I didn't understand mindset development. I understood hard work and I was always about, yeah, I'm going to be successful, but once everything came so easily and so quick within like four or five months, I had this house, I had all these yards I was cutting, all this pressure started to build. And I actually took several steps backwards and I quit the lawn care business. I moved out of the house (laughs) and um, I actually ended up going back to school. Um, But anyways, looking back, it all happened so quick because I made a firm decision yeah. And I acted on it. And even though it didn't pan out to where it was like this huge career, it doesn't matter. I, I, I learned so much from that experience. I learned that when you make a decision and when you have a belief that you're going to do something, you'll attract all the resources, which is, you know, money, paper, but you also attract people and circumstances to actually make whatever you want yeah. to happen, especially if you're end outcome is about helping other people. If you're about helping other people and helping this planet um, grow and be a service to it, the universe loves that and it'll actually start to send every all of the resources to you to make everything happen. And everything starts to be like a serendipity type event. You're like, whoa, where's this coming from? It's always been there. It's tapping into that frequency. That's all So I think the big thing to leave everyone with would be I don't even know where to start. To set up some symbols, I think. To set up some symbols that you know that abundance is around you to get it drilled in your head that it is always here without a doubt. Even when you're feeling you don't have faith, it is here. It is available. Get very clear in your beliefs about money. Get very clear about what you want to give service, like what you love to do. Um, And I... I believe in setting up symbols. And when my students did it, they started to notice things coming out of nowhere. Symbols like, like look symbols at the flowers, like, look at the apple on the tree. Look or, at the Dunbar truck or, and that's my own thing. Right. Like you might have numbers on a clock. Like if you see, like do you pick the symbols, write it down 
kind of forget about it. Don't go searching for it. But when you're nudged to look up, it's a reminder that you are right there. You're on the frequency. You're okay. There's no time to, to fear that it's not there because we have a limitless universe around us filled with so much stuff. Right. Definitely. And it, it starts with even when you're thinking about the, let's think about the oxygen that we're breathing. Yeah. That's the most valuable resource that we actually have. And it's free. If oxygen could have a price on it, what would the price be? I know, seriously. It's price. You can't put a price on it. So when we're breathing in the oxygen, as crazy as it sounds, we need to um, appreciate the abundance of that. So look at that as money too. Oxygen is money. All this stuff, all the symbols, um, the apples in the tree, everything that Lindsay was talking about, um, look at it as abundance. Look at it as money. And um, the more you start to appreciate that, yeah. The more you'll start to get in alignment with receiving more of that. Yes. And actually helping other people receive more of that too. And remember, the the five people that you spend the most time with, that's what you're going to start picking up on. I forgot to say this in the other episode actually that we had. Um, I don't know how much time we have left, but... Oh, we got plenty. We okay. Got well, there minutes. is this little... Um, this video on YouTube that I could not find for the life of me. I posted it up years ago, like probably a couple of years ago. And it's these little dominoes that go like this. And they start swaying. So I know some of you listening can't see this, but they go up and down, up and down. It's and like little tickers, right? Yeah. And there's rows of them. There might have been like, I don't know, five rows of 10 in each. And a person will tap each domino at different time periods. And within minutes, all of the dominoes first are going in all different directions at different speeds, but then because they're together, they start in a rhythm going up and down, up and down together as a group. And I thought that was the perfect example of when you hang out with people for enough time and those people that you, you stick with, you end up vibrating at the same frequency as them. It just naturally happens. And I know you and I are very much like we care about people. You're always helping people. You love to help people. I like to help the underdogs too, like Tony, but you really have to focus your energy on, on who you're hanging out with. You can help people and you could be there for them, but to spend a lot of time with people that have the belief system uh, about money or anything else that doesn't align with you, you know, you have to do it in doses. Don't you believe that? Little Definitely. doses. Yeah, some, there's everything, there's everything you need a, a certain amount of to give you satisfaction and that that goes with yeah. food with people that you hang out with the amount of time and we all know when you spend too long with somebody you could feel it or yeah. when you spend just enough you feel that also so yeah absolutely and lastly remember the more money you have is not the more problems the more you can help other people there's more people that we can help now that we are in um, the business world because we can travel we can work with different people. We could do the podcast. If I had the same mindset that I had before, thinking, oh, I can't get charged for my ability, then I don't know where I would be. And any of us, if we weren't willing, just like if you're going to go be a hairdresser and you don't get cut to um, go get paid to cut hair, it's just you got to know that. Think about that. Really think about it. And if you have to listen to this episode over and over again, do that. So you can get it in your mind. Right, because that's the thing. And when it comes to surrounding yourself with people, that's the videos you listen to, the yeah. podcasts you listen to, the books you read. Those all could be your mentors too. Exactly. I, most of my mentors I've never even met. 
And that's the beauty of the internet. So I definitely would take advantage of uh, listening to videos and podcasts from people that make you feel like you're growing. And yeah. you could sense that within after you leave um, from listening to the podcast or video or the book that you read. You could feel the growth. Yeah. So um, thank you so much for being here. We're so happy. And we can't wait till next episode. Yeah, we'll see you on the next episode. We hope you enjoyed this episode as much as we did. If you liked it, leave a five-star review on iTunes. And remember, subscribe to our YouTube channel too. If you can think of anyone else that would love this episode, share it with them right now on social media or email. And remember, getting results is a process of learning, applying, and reflecting. Stay consistent and continue to grow every day.